can you introduce yourself, uh, oh. the, the pronounce your name properly, so people don't butcher your name, yeah? And then okay. we go into, um, uh, the, into the meat of uh, uh, the film that you're making. Okay. Uh, yeah? And, uh, I am, I am Haider, I am Haider Khan, Haider Khan, and I'm a proud Indian. I'm a born Muslim, but I'm an atheist. I respect all the religions, but I don't follow any religion. I respect Buddhism, I respect Islam, I respect Hinduism, I respect Christianity. I respect and I respect people who follow that. I'm not against anything, but I don't follow anything. I only follow humanity and that is my religion. That's okay. I, I started as a photographer, but I always wanted to direct films, which makes sense, which has a meaning. So this is my first film. Yeah. Well, we are today uh, talking to um, Haider Khan, uh, the uh, humanist um, the photographer, uh, making his first ever uh, of, you know, film um, on the, um, uh, the, the people that have been um, genocidally purged from my own country of Burma or Myanmar. Yes. And they are called uh, Rohingya. And uh, uh, I'm talking to him in... Um, in India, uh, this is the uh, uh, the fourth um, episode or conversation on our uh, genocide podcast series. Um, well, it, it's a great pleasure uh, to welcome hey, you to, um, hey, to the podcast. Yeah, there's a uh, um, there's a lot of confusions about your film. I read the La Petite Journal, um, you know, uh, the published in France online. Yeah. Uh, where there were, there seemed to be a lot of uh, misunderstanding or misrepresentations of what you wish to accomplish yeah, I want to. Uh, with the film. So, I want but to. For, firstly, can you talk about? Um, I understand, like you know, that you are motivated by the uh, uh, this uh, universal concern, uh, universal like uh, you know, uh, the uh, compassion for the brotherhood, the sisterhood across different religions yes. and ethnic communities and nations and I share exactly the same passion. Because um, right now, right now, the entire world is talking about black life matters. Right. So why not every life matters? Every life matters. That's what I yeah. believe in. Yes, black life matters. Every life matters. Yeah. Yeah. So why does the uh, Rohingya, um, uh, the genocide, you know, the, uh, as you know, the... Um, yes. Myanmar stands uh, credibly accused of uh, having commissioned a full-fledged genocide against Rohingya people, and the International Court of Justice uh, is proceeding with these hearings, uh, public hearings, uh, on the uh, allegations of genocide by the state of Gambia against Myanmar. Uh, can you tell us what, um, you know, how you got interested in and became, okay. um, you know, uh, concerned about uh, the Rohingya okay. uh, sufferings. Okay, now first of all, I would like to say like in Europe, people pronounce it as Rohingya, but in India, we call it Rohingya. Rohingya. So don't take me wrong, yeah. Out here, we pronounce, everybody says Rohingya. And in Europe, you say Rohingya, Rohingya. So I might say Rohingya, so don't take me wrong. So firstly, firstly, I've been reading about it and when I, I've been watching a lot of documentaries, very nice documentaries about these people. But what I noticed was, these are the most unfortunate ones, because I want to say a small thing, which is going to be part of my film also, that there are a lot of genocides happening in different places of the world. 
but as of now i believe these are the only people they are citizens of nowhere they are citizens of nowhere so what i believe and that is going to be shown in my film also like legally these people don't have a 6 feet land on earth also where they can be buried so i believe these are the most unfortunate people but when you die either you're buried or you're burned in india at least the whole universe you have a 6 feet land where you can be buried but legally that has also been taken away from them and secondly why i kept the name called rohingya what i believe in burma they don't accept a word called rohingya or rohingya they believe that they are bangladeshi immigrants or bangladeshi people so that's why i called it rohingya rohingya or rohingya and why people from nowhere because as you must have heard there's a saying called no man's land but there is nothing called no man's land there is a land which is a disputed property or people are fighting for that land or belongs to somebody so in the same way i call them people from nowhere these are not the people who are aliens who came from somewhere they are from somewhere and i believe they are from arakan which is arakan state right now so that's why i called it no uh, people from nowhere i have a deep meaning to it right um the, because you know the, the we we both share the uh, the understanding and accept the fact that um, they belong in arakan or the arakan um, you know a uh, uh, rakhine state yeah rakhine state yeah arakan proceeded um or the arakan existed long before burma became an independent nation yes. state uh like india after the dissolution of um, british empire the raj yeah, yeah? Yes. and um um why not call them citizens from nowhere instead of people because uh, there uh, there are some um uh, the people who take issues with the fact that uh, maybe people from nowhere reinforces the perspective that they don't belong to burma or anywhere but what they lack is not the land or the belonging but what they lack is the uh, the citizenship that has been denied to them or in fact uh, that they enjoyed and then revoked by the state of myanmar yes. so yes. why not citizens from nowhere basically for me citizens and people it meant the same the people sound more human it's right. people is more human that's why i thought people from nowhere and i'll tell you my film starts the first scene of the film starts somewhere somewhere in maraka somewhere in myanmar arakan rakhain state the first scene to so the first scene gives them recognition from arakan right. that's the first scene of the film and, and um uh, the, yeah. the, can you can you give us a bit more a sense of um you know i understand this this is uh, uh, the film to capture realism yeah yes uh, the, the but the uh, criticism seems to be that uh, the five you, you are use, you are using a uh, bhutanese uh, bodybuilder uh, the bangladeshi uh, the, you know a uh, 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 model um and and also indian special forces and you are being uh, uh, you know maybe unfairly accused because no one has seen it oh. as a, 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 um, as a director that's trying to uh, you know uh, the glorify the indian special forces and how they rescue the rohingyas but my my understanding is that's not what you want to you're do. correct you're correct you're correct uh, now i'll answer to you one by one everything first of all the indian special paratroopers there has been never been a war or an action between india and myanmar so i am not portraying anything like that and there are a lot of people are saying that paratroopers are paratrooping in myanmar and they are saving rohingyas fighting with the myanmar army no there is nothing like that in the film 
because in reality nothing like that ever happened so i am not going to show which has never happened right now yeah. i am not going to show now for example i'll give you a small example of a film called titanic a very famous film called titanic which right. i believe everyone has seen right. it's a story of a shipwreck okay so similar that is a truth but the director i believe he never went to that ship but he showed the journey so beautifully i believe the film is much more beautiful than the actual journey of and course. then he created a story out there which was an imaginary story of a guy and a girl guy and a girl my film is not a love story but i'm just giving an example so he created a beautiful story around titanic to present it to the world which is more glorified but people see the actual film for right. example if i have used a very undernourished boy or undernourished children or something like a boat people photograph photograph to start just put it in on social media nobody will notice it as right. there are so many photographs so many uh, things about the boat people and how they are falling from the boats and the undernourished people and pe- and the exodus of the people there are so many so deliberately i wanted to have the five soldier picture it's not of official poster it's nothing it's just i put it on the social media because i wanted people to notice this my film right. is not a big hollywood film it's not a big hollywood film or a big bollywood film of 100 crores that we have so much money to publicize it nothing like that so only thing is that's why i use that but now that five soldiers are a very important part of the story it's a story about a girl a rohingya girl who is a genocide survivor who comes to india as a illegal immigrant looking for a sister who's in a detention center from 4 5 years she comes for that and the story goes around from there and how she gets connected to these soldiers and how, what happens is a secret but of course of course i am course, not going to i am not going to distort any fact i am not going to show anything which never happened and right. still i would say there is no action between indian paratroopers and myanmar army there is nothing like that happening it's just people yeah. assuming yeah you yeah. know you know in 1971 uh, yeah. the 10 million um, you know uh, the bengali from east bengal yeah. uh, fled the um, genocidal uh, violence um, by the west pakistani uh, army when they were separated and, the bangladeshi and they you know they came into india 10 yeah. million of them uh, the india hosted uh, 10 million bengali Uh, yeah. largely muslims Most and then uh, the, you know it also uh, under india gandhi militarily intervened to stop what was essentially a civil war to, uh, the bangladeshi called it the war of liberation war and of and uh, so i think maybe the confusion came from the historical fact that india once militarily intervened and ended a genocide next door because today myanmar is also ge- uh, committing a genocide but yeah. this time against a, a, a small national minority yeah. rohingya yeah rohingya. so maybe rohingya, like people rohingya. are extrapolating that yeah. you know but, but we know that you know uh, the the modi's india and aung yeah. san suu kyi uh, yeah. burma or uh, the government as well as the military are extremely tied and then modi To, uh, you know to, uh, you know took the podium when he was on a state visit in Nepal alongside Aung San Suu Kyi and yeah. attacked the muslims as a basically a terrorist and sided with the burmese and so you know we all know that the possibility of india uh, using its power diplomatic political or uh, mil- not to mention military 
uh, to end uh, the, the genocide is no, just simply inconceivable. And so no, I think the, the charge against, uh, you know, the, the accusation against you portraying Indian paratroopers is, is patently false. And so I'm sympathetic to your um, yes, I'm, uh, because that is not going to happen. So uh, neither it happened and I don't see that in happening. The same way, I have not shown any paratroopers saving Rohingyas and fighting with, it is not at all there. It's a very human story. It's a very human story. And it's just going to sh show the Rohingya pain, the sufferings and the genocide. The way right. it is, the way it's been spoken by United Nations, by Amnesty International, how they portray it, how it's going to be like that. I am not right. going to glorify like an Indian army coming and fighting and or demonize anybody. I'm not. I'm going to show the way it is. Right, right. What, like what, the, huh. the, what, what messages? Um, you know, if I mean, like usually artists have a message to convey. Yes. Uh, you know, using the art uh, creative medium. Uh, the, the, for, for, for the effective yes. delivery, yeah? So my, uh, you said uh, you use the, uh, you wanted, essentially, like uh, my understanding is that you wanted to provoke the, uh, the viewers and the readers or uh, yes. when they see the pictures, you know, because it, 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 but it basically creates this dissonance inside anyone's imagination, including myself. When I see, you know, a well-fed group of uh, you know, like men and women, very good looking, and the, um, nothing remotely like uh, the uh, genocide survivors in Kutapalong in Cox's Bazaar. So yes. that that immediately attracted my attention, as opposed to being, you know, overloaded by the images of uh, real suffering Rohingyas, uh, you know, the, uh, on land or on the boat or crying for water or food. Yes. And so I understand that that you use it as a uh, the the uh, basically uh, advertisement, um, you know, yes. tool. People like what, what is the what is uh, what are the messages that uh, that you want to convey through this film? First of all, as what is happening now, my first line is followed by the Black Life Matters. Every life matters, even a Rohingya life matters. What message I want to convey is that most of the people, many people are not even aware about it. Once Angelina Jolie had come there because of United Nations, so people start, she's a big Hollywood star. Then a girl, uh, Priyanka Chopra from India, she was again a UN, she went there, so people started noticing. But again, now it's dying down, nobody is talking about it, nobody is aware of it, people just forget. And there are so many people who don't watch documentaries, who don't follow United Nations, who don't follow Amnesty, the regular people. But if you're doing something which you glamorize it a little bit, where you show a little bit, which is like a mainstream movie, then people start noticing it, people start watching it. Otherwise, many people I know, they will never go on a YouTube or anywhere a link and search for a Rohingya documentary and watch what is happening, then they don't want that. But if it is glorified a little, when it comes as a mainstream cinema, people watch and they get aware. The only thing I want from this is, I hope these people, they get their land back and they get their citizenship back. That's what I, that's all what I want. I'm not saying that you give them refuge in my country or make them citizens of my country. I'm not saying that. I'm saying where they belong to, at least they should peacefully die in their own motherland. Now that's a very, very objective and also practical, you know, uh, the sort of message. You know, they they have a place where they actually belong, from yes. where they were ge violently, genocidally purged, uh, waves after waves, you know, over the last uh, forty years, uh, and and. Uh, 
So correct me if I, I mean if if um, correct me if I'm wrong. Your main objective is to mainstream the uh, the Rohingya issue. Yes. In a way, uh, the the message has not reached the mainstream or the uh, the the dominant uh, public consciousness. Yeah? Yes. And, and in fact, I'll tell you. I want to tell you. Uh, we wanted to send this film to many festivals from Berlin to Cannes to everywhere, but we missed out everything because of all the COVID and everything. You know, but I am already getting my awards. Uh, unknown people, unknown Rohingyas from different parts of the country, they are messaging me in box and saying thanks a lot. And they are like in tears. They don't even know what I've made. They don't even know. But I'm giving a smile on their face. Yeah. That really matters. For me, that's a Cannes. That's an Oscars. And they are not my country people. They are from anywhere in the world and they are messaging me in inbox in my Facebook, in my Twitter, and they are just telling me thanks. Thanks. Yeah, they don't even a, know what I've done. I mean, and for, for an artist like yourself, I mean, that, that is the greatest reward. Yeah? That's the greatest the, reward. The, I mean, the, the, the intended beneficiary of your message uh, of solidarity humanity yes. That's already responding to, you know, uh, what they think is, is, uh, is your and message. Yeah. So it's, it's far greater than any yes. professional yes. awards that you could get yes. because uh, you are doing it not simply as a professional or professional endeavor, but as matter. a humanist, a bit, yes. you know, almost an activist, you know, yes. or like artist activist. If I artist activist, because one day I will make a very commercial film also where we will see Bollywood dance and singing in action. I will do that also one day, but yeah. This but in the, in the, in the film that there will be no you know no, no, no. belly dancers and no uh, but, you know typical Bollywood time. Nothing, yeah? nothing, nothing, nothing. There yeah. is action. There is action. Guns and all actions because I'm speaking about Arsa also. Arsa. Right, right. And Jununi also. Right, right. But there is no dance, hugging, kissing. No Bollywood, nothing. No, no face. And yeah. the entire film we have shot it without using without using the film lights or anything. My people. We have not hired makeup men or hairstylists anywhere in the film. They, they just used to wake up and used to shoot. There is right. some portal that is the French people have written. The girl is using an eyeliner in the... Yeah, she, yeah, I noticed that. But she's not using the eyeliner. The, my guy is putting an eye drop in her because it was very difficult for her to cry. She was trying. Right, of course, of course. First of all, she my people, I have to tell you a very important incident because 30% of my film is in Rohingya language, which right. I don't know. So we got few guys from India, Rohingyas, uh, officially who are here, to come there and sit and okay the dialogues. So my right. actors who are playing Rohingyas worked very hard. They're speaking in Rohingya language and we are going to have the subtitles. So it was very tough for me. I could understand their expressions, but what they're saying, I could not understand. But slowly now, so 30% film is in the Rohingya language. Right, right, right. And uh, um, can you tell us uh, about the... Um you know the the uh, the actors and actresses. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, the, the, how, have, uh, how did how did they you know how, what what have they been their reaction to you know playing in this film because uh, you know this is not a, a, a Bollywood glamour film. Yeah. Have they been you. affected by the story that they learned? From the, uh, all the people that like there, there's one Bangladeshi, one my main guy uh, from Bhutan. The rest are all Indians, all Indians. Now everybody they've started reading about Rohingyas. They've started. They had no clue what most of them had no clue what Rohingya was also. 
they said oh we heard we heard something oh, those you know there's certain people of my country certain people not all they don't look uh, they don't look up to them they like they don't think of them as humans right so you mean the the uh, some of <clears throat> some of the uh, um, hindu fundamentalist uh, right wing uh, uh, yeah. uh, indians uh, yeah. that consider rohingyas uh, you know, Stomites. cockroaches, the parasites, yeah. and that kind of, you know, that came yeah. from the uh, home minister himself, you know, and calling the, the Rohingyas termites, yeah? And the same people are talking about Black Lives Matters now. Right. Just to show oh. the world how cool they are. Oh, this you mean like the, the, the fundamentalist, uh, yeah. racist, uh, so the Indian? Kind of people are there everywhere. Those kind of people, but majority, majority of my country, I tell you, mine is a Hindu country. Yeah. I'm a born Muslim who lives in this country, but majority of Hindus are amazing. They are amazing. Right. They are humanitarians. They are humanitarians. They feel so, it's, so a lot of it is a political uh, manipulation yes. by yes. politicians and parties yes. Yes. Uh, the, to mobilize the people, uh, hatred for yes. votes. All my best friends, all my best friends are Hindus, upper caste Hindus, which you call Brahmins and Chatriyas, everybody. They are amazing human beings. They don't differentiate. They are very nice. But not everyone speaks about it. Not everyone speaks. Not everyone has the courage to talk about it. They want to keep quiet. They want right, to keep right. That's the thing. So the, have, um, have you received, uh, you know, since you, your film um, has been getting quite a bit of uh, uh, the publicity, um, the, have the Indian uh, right-wing groups and racist groups uh, and the anti-Rohingyas, have they... Have they reacted, uh, you know, uh, to the fact that you are making this film as an Indian, a, a Muslim person? After all the people who are messaging me, unknown people or known people, 98% people in India are appreciating it. 98%. That's, that's very good to hear. That's very good. Yes, they're appreciating the humanitarian thing which I'm doing. There's so many friends of mine, uh, they would, I would not even ask them to tweet about my film because they might get into trouble. Right. from the government but 98 percent people i know are supporting me only two percent here and there are abusive abusive right. here and there. yeah of course of course yeah that's yeah. just natural yeah um the, the, they've not even seen the reaction film. they have not even seen the film just because i'm making a film so they they want to abuse yeah um the, now on to the film um where, where um where was the film uh where has been the film um what? you know filmed uh the, you know geographically yeah Ideally, I wanted to shoot in Myanmar, but that was not possible at all, right. doing it. So, you know, uh, the northeast part of India, northeast right. part of the Shinong, Assam, where you have rice fields, the coconut trees, then the kind of topography is yeah. similar to Myanmar, Laos, Cambodia, the whole similar topography. So right. that's why I did not shoot at all in Mumbai or Delhi or Rajasthan, because the, even the forest, even the forest trees, they don't match up to it if I shoot in another part of India. But my northeast of India, which right. is Assam. It's got a similar topography, similar kind of animals, like the elephants which you find there, the tigers, the elephants, it's a similar kind of feel. So most of my film, I've shot there in northeast of India, and there are certain sections which I shot in the snow. Now people will wonder, what has Rohingya got to do with snow? You will not see the Rohingyas in the snow clap mountains. So that's a, that's a little bit portion of the movie, and that's the secret of the movie. Right. So we have, that's a, there's a beautiful place in India called Uttaranchal, Uttarakhand the lower Himalayas. Right. So we shot a certain section there. So basically, the, uh, people are saying it's shot in Bhutan. The film is not shot in Bhutan. The guy is from Bhutan. Uh, right. So the film is shot in India. India, uh, majorly in Northeast Assam. 
Assam, right. majorly. And few portions in Uttarakhand. Right. And then who is the uh, Rohingya protagonist or the, uh, the young woman who played, yeah. you, um, know, you know, the... Uh, um, very interesting story. Uh, as we don't have many Rohingyas in our country, for the girl, I, I actually I would have loved if a Rohingya girl would have played it. But I cannot find any and it will be very difficult to get somebody come here and play. So then I thought, why not I try with the Bengali girls? Because the Bengali girls in India, they have a similar dialect. Yeah, so that's the, right. About about sixty percent of the uh, languages, yeah. uh, Chittagongian so and uh, Rohingya, uh, overlap. Yeah. So for them, it was easier to understand the Rohingya language. It'll be easy for a Bengali girl than to any other Indian girl. So I I tried around 15, 20, 50, 60 Indian Bengali girls, but I was not very happy because in certain parts of the film, this Rohingya girl, the main girl, speak tries to speak in Hindi also when she is in India. Right. And these girls were speaking a nice Hindi. Then I happened to knew this girl through Instagram. And we used to say, hello, hi, this girl from Bangladesh. So she was very glamorous in bikinis and very pretty. And she would not look like a Rohingya girl from anywhere in the world. Right. So one day I saw and I, something, I, I saw a pain in her eyes. I said, do you want to do this kind of a movie? We spoke on Instagram. She said, I would love to. I said, I said you'll have to audition for it. She said, okay. I said, firstly, send me a photograph where we are, you're wearing no makeup. Cover your head. Cover your head. I just want to see this much. Right. No makeup, nothing. Just send me a picture. If you have dark eyes, I don't care. She sent me a picture. That was the first step. I liked it. Then I sent her a few lines in Bengali, not in Rohingya language, because she had no clue about Rohingya language. Then I sent, then she didn't find, again, the head covered. All, the entire film, her head is covered with the cloth and everything. Then she, she sent me that. I was happy with it. Then I asked her, Will, are you able to do her very hard? You'll have, have to learn Rohingya language. Because... It sounds like Bengali, but it is not Bengali. She said, yeah, I'll do, I'll learn, I'll learn. Then she said, but we have a problem. I said, what? She said, my Hindi is very bad. Hindi is very bad. Okay. Then I gave, gave her dialogues in Hindi. She sent me, that was the worst Hindi I ever heard. No Indian girl can speak such bad Hindi. She spoke in such a bad Hindi with a Bengali accent. Right. I could make out if a Rohingya girl comes to India, she will not know Hindi. But if she tries, she will have that accent and she'll try to speak in Hindi. So she... Because of her worst Hindi, I took her. That's and I brilliant. Wanted a, so, and I wanted a pretty girl. I wanted a pretty girl. Of course. World notices. So the world notices. And for the guy, I'll tell you, as my film was based in Northeast of India, the, when the girl comes to uh, India to search for her sister, she's in Northeast. There's a place called Kareem Ganj in Assam on the border of Bangladesh. In that area, she comes. So the army soldier, also, I wanted a Northeastern looking guy. Northeastern, so it connects more rather than I have a, a North Indian guy. Why not take a Northeastern looking guy? So I knew this guy and I've worked with him, the guy from Bhutan. And he is not only tough, he's a fabulous actor. And his Hindi is also not correct. He also speaks like, when he tries to speak in Hindi, he speaks like a Northeastern Indian. Right. Broken <clears throat> Hindi. So he was perfect for it. And he was playing a soldier who's from Northeast part of India. And he suited the look. So that, right. and because I wanted a very different cast, I did not want a proper Bollywood actor or like that. I wanted real people. That is the. That's brilliant. That's the, and uh, um, the, what are the? <clears throat> because you know, like a northeast is is a, a, a politically sensitive area, and uh, for for foreigners, um, you need to have special permission to go there. And yeah. um, have you had uh, difficulties, um, you know, with the authorities in terms of? Uh, no. Getting clearance to film this uh, no, uh, like, Rohingya um, uh, film because the people from Bhutan can just drive in there. 
they don't need and they don't even need the passport for the Bhutanese and Indians. You can just drive in there and drive in. So there's no problem for, uh, we didn't face any problem. Right. So what is, what is the, um, um, the timeline, you know, the... Uh, two hours. Two hours. Oh, two hours. No, I mean, like, when, when do you expect uh, 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 to release it? Film is finished. Film is finished. Now the post-production is left, just the background music. In right. fact, my film, my film starts with a three-minute song. It is sung in a Rohingya language. I the see. whole film starts in the Rohingya language and a very meaningful song and then the film starts. Uh, so the, basically now background music is left. And the right. color correction, they're doing it, but maybe in two months, we'll finish that. And we are in touch with many top-of-the-line OTT channels. It's not going to be a theater release in India. Right. We can do a lot of top-of-the-line uh, OTT channels. Whoever believes in our film, right. whoever loves in our film, we'll give it to them. And, and hopefully, it'll be all over the world. Yeah, I mean, you know, th th this is, uh, I, I must say, brother, this is a brilliant idea because, you know, you basically uh, the created a very unique film, yes. you know, like, of course, like, you know, based on uh, the real facts, but uh, the, by nature, you've, uh, the, because it's a, it's, it's a fictional, you know, yeah. like a, a dramatized. Uh, uh, based on true events. It's right. based on true events. Even there's a guy, there's a, a institution in India called NSD, which produces the best actors. Mm. So there's a guy from there who, who's from Assam, I chose him to play Jununi. I have seen many interviews of Jununi and he is going to speak the way Jununi speaks and act like him. And he's mm. going to behave like a Jununi. And there is one guy, I don't know if you're aware of him or not, Chota Burmi. Have you heard of a guy called Chota I've heard, Burmi? I've heard of him, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am not educated on the uh, Indian films, so forgive me. No, no, no. He's a guy from Myanmar, Chota Burmi. He's from Myanmar. Chota? Chota Burmi. 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 There was a man, Chota Burmi, uh, who's from Myanmar. He's not Indian. And he was, he was killed by Indian Army in 2018 in Jammu Kashmir. In Jammu Kashmir. I see, I see. Okay. And he okay. was involved with Lashkar also. Lashkar, the, the, uh, the Pakistani terror group. Lashkar. Right. So I have that angle also in the film. So the Chota Burmi, Jununi, and all these are part of it. Right, right. And um, what is the... Uh, uh, the language medium for the film is it uh, the Rohingya spoken, uh, Hindi spoken, but uh, with some English subtitles in cases uh, where complete um, English subtitles, total English, English subtitles, subtitles yeah? total English subtitles, total. Yeah, we um, have a, we have Hindi, we have a bit of English in the movie because some people they speak in English. Then we have a like for example, like you have a BBC making a documentary. So in right. the film, in the film, we have created a documentary. So right. there, there we have a British accent girl speaking in British accent. So right. we have British accent, British English. Then we have Rohingya language. Then we have Hindi. But English subtitles for everything. And uh, <clears throat> is there any particular or special message you want to convey to the Rohingya people? Because uh, they are going to be the principal beneficiary of yeah. your, uh, your efforts. So I think it's important for them to hear from you directly. Yeah. Um, uh, the, and then you know, will you speak to them yeah. and uh, express your, um, uh, your message and solidarity I, and uh, compassion? I say, I wish them, I won't say I pray because I don't pray to God. So I say, I wish, I wish them all my love and happiness. 
and they should not be worried they should not worry that i have distorted the film and shown them in a bad light or shown them as terrorist or shown them as i have not distorted or concocted things anything in my mind i have shown the way it is and there is hope and i hope for them and i hope the world looks up to them and the way the world is rallying behind black people right now black life matters the same way the world even feels for them and gives them their motherland so they can live and die in their motherland there is nothing like living in your motherland and resting in peace in your motherland i think that's the most important thing that's brilliant that's brilliant